Welcome to the Compadres Happy Hour, where friends meet to learn, help, and benefit from each other. I am your friendly neighborhood host and part-time bartender, Abdallah. Through a series of interviews and a few solo episodes, you will meet some of my friends, those brave enough to let me record them, learn from them, and hopefully benefit from their experiences. Also, get a glimpse into my dark-humored mind. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any of our crazy shenanigans. Leave us a review and let us know what you liked, disliked, or where we can improve. Follow us on Instagram for the podcast. It's at Compadres Happy Hour. And to follow me, it's at Cardala. That's C-A-R-R-R-D-A-L-A. Cardala. On episode 21, I have the pleasure to interview Julie and Katie, two strong, beautiful, and intelligent women who also happen to be mothers. They are both single, so gentlemen, get your shit together because as you're about to find out, they know what they want in life and if you ain't up to par, your ass is going to get julied. Join us as we discuss the concept of motherhood, from the hardships to the joys. We talk about mom guilt, which I had never heard of before, and discuss our own mothers. We also learn about Eric and Bruno and how they played themselves. (laughs) So grab a drink, relax, and let us entertain you. One announcement to make, my co-host, friend, shipmate, and compadre, Ivan, has unfortunately been called back home for personal business. Ivan the Preacher, we wish you the best of luck and hope everything works out. My guests today are Julie and Katie. Julie's a longtime friend and collaborator of the show. Katie, uh, new friend and longtime listener, just go with it. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for coming to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Our topic today is uh, motherhood. Uh, you know, um, wild ride that is Yeah, two things you're uh, an expert at. I am not. God didn't give me that gift, but. Uh, so we'll start with a round of questions, and then you know, like, like you know, I'll let you answer them, uh, and then if I have anything to say, which it probably shouldn't be, you know, since it's motherhood, uh, uh, we'll go on from there. Like, some of the answers could possibly be a little crazy. Where you want to dig deeper a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first one we have is, what has been the hardest period of motherhood for you, and how did you deal with it? Your son, your kids are older. I, I'll let you. I feel like Logan probably now. He's a little better now. So when, like last October, um, I don't know what happened. It was just like an accumulation of a lot of stuff that, you know, got caught smoking marijuana and got, had like 22 skipped classes and like. 30 days of school, had friends sneaking in, had a girl sneaking through his window, I had the cops come and knock on door. This is when he was 13. Yeah, and this is all within like the span of like three weeks. I had the cops come and knock on my door because he had decided on a Tuesday evening at 2 o'clock in the morning that a bunch of kids were going to my house and some girl um, never made it home and her parents came knocking on my door at 3 o'clock in the morning wondering where their daughter was. Um, so all of that kind of happened in a very short amount of time and I was very, uh, like, you know, I, I just wasn't equipped. <laughs> to kind of handle that. So when stuff like that happens, I mean, who would like, be though? I guess. I mean, I I kind of just I had to basically like everything in my life kind of took a backseat to everything. Like I did not go out anymore. I did not 
socialize really. I didn't drive Uber anymore. Um, I kind of just, everything kind of took a back seat. I shaved off his head, had no <laughs> hair, because it's just like, you're, as soon as I was on total lockdown, because it's like, I, it was just kind of, everything kind of all happened all at once, and I didn't want to feel like I didn't do enough. Like, I didn't, it wasn't like severe lockdown, we didn't get a spanking or anything else like that, but it's just like, we had, I had to ensure that like, there was no seepage of ill behavior that I could have prevented. And I feel like, that part of it as a single parent has been, it was a, like a bit of a wake up call to realize that it's like it doesn't matter like how good of a parent I am, it doesn't matter what kind of choices I make or anything else like that, like he's still going to make his own choices. Because he's I'm, his own person, he's yeah. finding himself and yeah. he's going to, I think, make those choices that you probably wouldn't have made, but he's going to make his own mm -hmm. you know, mistakes and just test his own boundaries. Yeah, and it's like, I, I, he's a, oh, the sole male in my house, and it's like, you know, even though he has his dad, they kind of had a little bit of a strained relationship, and it was just, it was a harder time for me as a mom who's never gone through puberty as a boy, you know, like your parents just got divorced, and you're having like, you know, it's just like a chaotic time. Mm -hmm. And it was, that was probably the hardest, probably the most recent, like, hardest thing. Clothing was a holy terror <laughs> as a toddler. Like, it was bad. People tell me now, they'd be like, oh, remember when Logan was like that? They're like, I feel bad for you. I'm like, thanks a lot. You know what's funny is because he is older than my daughters, he was always around, you know, like he was the kid that was always at the parties and things like that because he was the only kid. Yeah, because I had Logan at 20. And, like, I remember him, like, being a little bit of a, not I'm like, a holy terror. A little bit, yeah. Devil baby. Like, That's what you used to call him. Like, I didn't say devil baby, but he would, like, take, like, any toy and like ram it into walls and like but that was just kind of but he's a boy like it's you know but like with what he's going through now like i also don't think that that's such it's not a crazy thing. thing it's not the worst thing but it was i would a big say, wake up call I would say well, there's just there's there's always time periods of challenges like right now my daughters are eight and um eight and six and my eight-year-old and i battle every day and like i have no idea what to do with her i have no idea how to relate she is like my mini me, but in an eight-year-old form, so she can't like control her emotions. She can't control. So I would say we just go through these periods of, I don't think it's ever going to be an easy ride. And I think that's something everybody who goes into motherhood kind of needs to understand is like, this is never going to be this joyful, peaceful, like, oh, look at how wonderful it always is all the time. You know? It's not bad. It's just always challenging. Yeah. I, well, I mean, being the oldest male, uh, you know, compared to my six, we have, a, we're uh, six years apart, my sister and I. You know, sometimes it's like, like you, I mean, like, it's the same way, like they say, like, it's your first kid, so, like, you try to do your best, but also for, for on the, on, on, like, you know, like, m from my point of view, as of being the male and the first, it's kind of like you put a lot of pressure on you, so you try to do whatever it is to get attention. Especially, I mean, I know it got worse as my, as my sister was born. Because I was no longer, you know, number one, yeah. And I can see how I put more pressure on my oldest. Like, you know, on top of that, she's she's a very bright child. Like, she's just, like, obsessive and gifted and all that. And I think a lot of what I do with her is I'm just like, you know, you're better than this. And I forget that she's eight sometimes. And I think we, we do put that pressure on them. Versus the little one, you're like, stop it. That's my baby forever. Like, you know, Riley is like nine and you're like Riley's an angel and like that's how he's I, an angel and that's how I feel with, with Joy like Joy's, Joy's six and I'm like come here sweetie and like I'm hugging her and Olivia I'm like 
<laughs> so I don't know. I think that's what it is. Yes. I mean, like, the, the way that I, when people always talk about, like, what age stage is the hardest, it's kind of just like, it's not that any stage is easier than the last, it's just that it changes. Like, it's kind of just like, I'm not facing the same challenges, but, like, the, the level of difficulty remains the same. You know, the toddler stage, and you have the adolescence, and you have the whatever, like this, and this, and that. And it's like, I feel like the reason why there's a lot of pressure now is just because now the actions and reactions of things now have a lot longer consequence. Yeah. Like, if Logan messes up now, it could it could potentially mess up a whole bunch of stuff for his future, for me, for his sister. Like, And I'm not saying, like, to put that pressure, like, look what you can do, but in all honesty, like, if you're having sex... You could knock up a girl, and I could be a grandmother at 34 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, there's consequences to his actions that have a lot longer lasting period, which I think puts a lot of pressure on him for me to be like, you, you know, at 10, you know, you might break your arm, you get bad grades, or, you know, you get in trouble, whatever. But, like, as you're a teenager, there's a lot more pressure of the reactions of, of what you do have a lot longer lasting. Well, I also think the social media plays a factor with that because now everything is publicized. So, like, even my... My eight-year-old is trying to act like the people that she sees on TikTok, and you know everybody's gonna see what you do, and everybody's gonna know if you were doing this or doing that. And we didn't have that to worry about when we were younger. So the challenge of, that I'm constantly having now is I'm raising girls. So at eight, my oldest is saying, "I'm not as pretty as this girl. I'm not as this as this girl." So like that's the challenge of me having to constantly reassure her, like, "But you don't look like her. So why would you be like you don't look like her? So you can't compare." You know, you look like this and pointing out all of her features that make her beautiful. And, you know, and she's like, oh, but, you know, and then she'll say her sister is prettier than her. I'm like, but you and your sister don't look alike, so you can't compare. And it's, they're co constantly comparing themselves to everybody that they've seen, all the influencers, everything. And it's really a very difficult, it's a challenging thing to have to be like, but you're not them. You don't look like them. Like, you can't compare yourself to somebody who's not you. Right. And so I think it's, it's kind of always challenging in, mm. in some way or another. Because you're yeah, going through that identity crisis that we, I mean, we all do go through. Yeah, mm. it, like as a 34, 35 year old, it's like, I, you know, we like Katie and I, we like, we've known each other for a long time. We have very similar experiences, very similar timeline. You know what I'm saying? Like our, our lives have a lot of similarities to them. And it's kind of just like, our birthdays are three days apart even, you know, and it's like... We got divorced at the same time. Exactly. So it's <laughs> did you plan like, that out? Like, was that... You know what's funny is we went through... We, we went through... No, of course not. Well, we actually went through, like, a small time period where we weren't as close. Right. We've always mm -hmm. been friends, but it was a time period where, you know, we were both married, raising families, the mm -hmm. whole thing. We really weren't as close. And I ran into her at the so Cheesecake Factory, yeah. where I take my daughters to breakfast every Sunday, mm -hmm. and I ran into her... We just started talking, and it just kind of like all it was spilled like, I out. Just from the yeah, and mm -hmm. it just spilled all spilled out that we were pro both in the process of a divorce, and that's when we kind of like kind of went back to each other of like we're going to be each other's support through this. But um, yeah, that basically I don't know. Well, like like I was saying, so like we we have like these similar experiences. So you know when when we're going through these things, especially like as being mothers and things like that. So like. Obviously, I had Logan at 20 years old, so like, there's a lot of my friends that they don't have teenagers, so it's like, certain things happen, and I do feel like I'm like, okay, there's not, besides like my parents, like, there's not a lot of other people that I have, so it's like, then you have no choice but go to the internet, and go to the internet is like the black hole, because it's just like, you get the worst of the worst, and people will tell you, you shouldn't do this, so it's like, I try not to yeah. go to the internet for like, parenting advice, I guess is the best way you can describe it, because it's like, 
you know, it's you're gonna get the worst of the worst, and people are just gonna give you a worst case scenario, and it just gives you anxiety, <laughs> to be honest, you know, and it's like you constantly have to worry, and it's like, you know, in regards to like social media with my daughter and things like that, like I worry that like, or you know that she's gonna feel inadequate because she may even not feel this way or look at people like look yeah. the same way and the same thing with my son like he has some conflicting views and I'm like who taught you this he's like everybody thinks that I was like who TikTok I was like that's your like even with the election that that just mm -hmm. previously passed my daughter had an opinion I'm like you're eight like mm -hmm. you don't. You don't know anything about either one of the candidates, and obviously we didn't talk about it at home because we were just like, "That's yeah, they're so young, and you're not gonna vote anyway." Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But she had an opinion about you know, you know why? Trump or Biden, and I'm just like, "It's not like this is not for you to worry mm -hmm. about. We'll because worry about the roadblocks and mm -hmm. Animal Crossings <laughs> and you know all that." Yeah. Well, the uh, the reason I know is because Riley kind of had one too, and I was like, "What the heck?" And you know why? Is because there was political ads sponsoring the videos that they were watching, and I was like, "This is." Geared, geared towards my seven. Mm -hmm. Well, didn't you like, see uh, on the 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 Kardashians where Kim Kardashian's son was playing Roblox and her something about her sex tape popped up on it? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how are they gearing these these crazy yeah. adult like things to these children? Yeah, you know? it's kind of like they have no like why why does my seven year old who's watching a video about those LOL dolls, and it would like, you know, the, the no, ad about Trump or Biden. Right, why would you have an opinion about this? Like you, and the thing about this is kind of just like, all in all honesty, the world's opinion should not matter more than mine. My opinion should be the one that mm -hmm. you, not everybody else. But that's what I'm saying is the problem with the right. social media and being a parent in the social media age where- Like you basically are fighting against the, 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 common, the tidal yeah. wave of information mm -hmm from yeah. social media and it's kind of just like you the have popular to, opinion basically. yeah and you have to like you literally have to put your foot down and go i don't give a shit well that's i, I just literally have said yeah. this i said this probably like two days ago i don't care what social media mm -hmm. says. this is what i say and i tell them i was like i am the alpha omega in this mm -hmm. house. what i say goes when you're an adult and you do your own thing have at it i was like well, while you're here this is what you're gonna think this is how you're gonna feel this is what we believe yeah. about it you know, yeah. you feel differently inside, you know, we can discuss it or anything else like that. But at the end of the day, what I say goes. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, but you know, you're going to let me, like to a certain extent, yeah, but I am the adult in this mm -hmm. But they do need to have moral and like morals yes. and they need to have some facts. And you don't need to make it up by yourself. You're like, yeah. my son's 14. Like my daughter can sit here and just be like, like oh, I like whichever one she was saying. And I'm just like, why? Like, you don't know why. You're listening to a popular opinion. You don't mm -hmm. have any background to it you don't know why this person might be a better fit or you know any of that and they're just making these opinion these these choices based on popular opinion with no facts behind it mm -hmm. again we're the ones constantly battling this absolutely yeah age. social media enemy of our children and our parents yes but like, I holy do that. crap like, I am, I like in my mind mm. like i said i am a very conservative person mm -hmm. in like, my life and in like my political views and my, like, my religious views like very conservative and the thing about it is it's kind of just like the world is not which mind you I, here's I, the thing you and i are complete opposite right? mm -hmm. there's never been never a conversation mm -hmm. about it because people can live this way right like she and i are polar opposites exactly. it, it doesn't inflict our, it doesn't affect our relationship the way we feel about certain things. like mm -hmm. i adore her and she and i would literally go to the poll and vote completely yeah, opposite yeah. and like Every, almost on everything, I think. Yeah, with a lot of things, but that's why I'm saying, so it's kind of just like, you as a person in the world have no business mm -hmm. in 
like educate influencing, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they don't. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You know, and like, they're going to spend the rest of their lives being adults. Mm-hmm. All these things. Well, while you're living in my house, I'm the main influence in my house. You can feel however you want. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that, you know, uh, my, 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 my word is the last word. You on have to have subject. the biggest hand in their up. Yes, and it is. And the thing about this is what's fairly good is that his dad and I kind of have similar understandings mm-hmm. about certain things like that. That it's just like, you know what? Like, I don't, I, it's kind of one of those things that's like, I don't really care what, you, what your friends say. I don't care what so-and-so's mom lets him do. That's, are you her mm-hmm. yeah. son? Yeah. No? Okay, then you listen to what I say. Yeah. And that's, that's a battle that I have with Logan all the time. He's like, oh, well, him and his mom, this is a conversation that him and I have actually had. He's like, oh, him and his mom, um, they're like best friends. <laughs> and she'll come and talk to him about her relationship. And in my mind, I was like, in what world... Would I think that going to my 13-year-old, yeah. when he was 13 at the time, 13-year-old for relationship advice would be a feasible avenue to go to? Like, why would I think that? Like, he has no business knowing anything about, like, in regards to, like, a romantic relationship, yeah. about the intricacies of that. No, you, it's well, not your business. And I will say, like, my, so my mom was divorced by the time I was six months old. Mm-hmm. And I never met, and I'm sure, I mean, from the time I was six months until I, we finally met a man mm-hmm. when I was nine. I'm sure my mom dated in that mm-hmm. time. There's no possible way she didn't, but she mm-hmm. didn't let us meet anybody until they were significant. Like, if she ever went on dates, like, we weren't, we didn't know about it. We didn't know, you know, anything. And, like, with my daughters, you know, I feel like they felt they had so much of a say in whether or not their dad and I got divorced. And, like, even now my daughter's like, oh, you can never date anybody else unless mm-hmm. it's daddy. And I'm like, I'm, as long as my being a mom to you comes first mm-hmm. like my happiness comes second yeah. you know, obviously parenting for me is 100 mm-hmm. percent the most important but i'm also going to be happy in my life and if that's with your dad and at some magical point in life we do end up mm-hmm. together then that's what it is and if not you're going to accept who i bring and that's mm-hmm. kind of the way it is because i'm an adult and at some point you're going to go and live your life yeah. and this is what it's going to be and so i think it's just kind of it's crazy that they do feel they have such a say in an adult's life mm-hmm. again because they feel like they have it's not that they don't have a say it's just that they feel like it should be a major contributing the major factor. contributing factor and you're just like it's, it's not yeah. it's, at the end of the day this is my life you're a child learning how to be in this world you're right. learning your morals you're learning what your your belief system is you're learning these things like I'm almost 35 years old I I'm not fully there either, but I'm mm-hmm. more there than you yeah, are. Yeah, you are. Like, I'm still figuring out a lot. I think since my divorce, I've learned a lot about myself, and that's only been two and a half years. I think you're just mm-hmm. constantly growing, and with children thinking that they have such a say because of what they heard on social media and things like that, you're just like, it's not, you just kind of need to yeah. be children, let them be children, and that's yeah. kind of Don't worry, exactly. Me. Like, I have... There's a lot of adult heavy things. I take care of them. You don't. It's not your responsibility. You don't even know like, about that. The thing about it is, is, like, if you hear about it or anything else like that, it's still my responsibility to make sure that it doesn't yeah. affect you. Yeah. Like I think about it this way: if I struggle to pay my electric bill, it's not my kid's business. Yeah. To yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. If I get my heart, if I get like, if I'm in a relationship and my heart gets broken, like my kids can know we broke up, but I don't want them to see me crying. It's over not their like, responsibility you know, mm-hmm. to pick up your pieces. They're not. It's not their. It's not their right. responsibility. It's me as an adult to maintain a, 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 a semblance of of normalcy what would you say are some challenges you face trying to balance you know being an individual 
while also being a mother. You ever seen that? You know the thing that's popular on TikTok now, where it's just like, "I'm a mother first. Whatever comes second yeah. is none of your business." Mm -hmm. And like that's exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel that exact same yeah. way. It's kind of just like we. Like I get asked out on dates. If it's Tuesday through, or I'm sorry, if it's Friday through Tuesday, the answer is no. Mm -hmm. My kids are gonna come first to Friday through Tuesday because mm -hmm. that's when I have them. Yeah. And then Tuesday night through Friday morning is whatever I feel. But kids come, your kids come first. Yeah. And so in regards to like kids coming first, I still feel a billion percent. Like my life is majority of the time is my children. But her and I have had these conversations before that it's kind of just like my life doesn't stop and end with them. No. It doesn't. So it's kind of just like, yes, I am a mother very first. It is the most important thing in my life. It's what all of my, everything around in my life kind of like rotates around this understanding that I am their mother at first, but in a big, big, massive but, it's kind of like my life does not stop and end with motherhood though. It doesn't. Right. And like you're a woman. Exactly. It's kind of just like, and I feel like her and I had this discussion like when we were when we were married. Like I felt like that was my role and I was done. Mm -hmm. Just like peak ladder, which wasn't satisfying, but it was just like okay, I guess you know I'm a mom now. And I'm married, and like this should be you satisfying a enough. Wife. Mm -hmm. Exactly, it's kind of just like that was it. And like once that was gone, and I'm not a wife anymore, and I was like, what do, what do we do now? Like I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. And it's like you have to create those things, and it made me realize that I'm like, outside of my kids, I'm still a person. Like when my kids leave with their dads, like my, I don't just sit on the on the couch staring at the wall doing nothing. No, like I make plans, and we go on vacation, and we like cultivate all these relationships with these people. And like my kids are old enough now that I can leave for a few hours with they that they don't need like my direct supervision. My son is 14 years old. You know what I'm saying? Do I leave them out all night? No. <laughs> you know, are they are, my, are they by themselves for eight hours a day? No, but if I'm gone for two, three, four hours, they're totally fine. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like it's taking you a lot to get there. It did. It took me a massive amount. Do, like, we're talking about like, like that. When you become a, a mom and a wife, and then once, first of all, you realize it in your marriage, and then you're just like, where do I go from here? Mm -hmm. And then once it's all gone, you're you kind of walk around aimlessly with no. Like who am I? Like a direction. You're I hadn't. Like, I what? hadn't been Katie or I hadn't been Julie in yeah. 12 years. So who is this person who, you know, I, I knew that was at 20. At 32, I don't know that person anymore. Yeah. And so we've had to way. find these people. And so now I don't. I agree with you. Your life doesn't start. You know, doesn't end or start and end with your children. You are a woman. You're mm -hmm. Julie. You're Katie. You have to just know who you are. What makes you happy what brings you peace when they're not with you. Mm -hmm. And you also have to learn how to just be in the world as an adult. It's kind of like one of those things like when they're gone, like it doesn't make me less of their mother. Mm -hmm. And when they're here, it doesn't make me less of me. It's like those things coincide all the time. So it's like like you have to you have to realize that, you know, there there has to be some kind of I don't know, like so weird to say, but like an inner peace. I know it sounds so cheesy and so like. No, no, but it makes sense. You know, it's but like, you know, I'm all about that. Right. Mm -hmm. that and is like, and I'm, and I'm no. not necessarily like mm -hmm. so much like, oh, peace or whatever, but it's just like I definitely strove very, 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 very hard to make sure that I had an understanding that my life doesn't stop and end with you. 
when you go to your dad's house, I don't sit in the corner and stare at the wall. Yeah. Like, and it's not because I'm out going out. If I want to stay home and watch Netflix, that's fine, but it's still my choice to do. It's not because I'm forced to do it. Because it's peaceful to sit mm-hmm. there in the quiet. Right, it is. Or anything else like that. Like, you know, if I want to, if I want to go out till four in the morning and get up at six thirty and do something else, or oh, I want to do this, or five, which we've done. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I have to go to work the next day. Super no, like walking yes, I got up and I was like. But I'm glad I'm glad to hear that because family, friends, you know, and people I've dated, I felt that they didn't have that inner peace or balance. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm not saying that I mean as women and, and mothers you have one of the greatest responsibility in our, in our modern society because obviously without women I mean maybe in the future with science but but we wouldn't yeah I just heard that they're like doing a uterus implant in a man like they're trying it for the first I'm like let them feel pregnant bro let them go through it I dare you I have a doctor's I note I can't do it I dare you do it Ooh. no 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 so yeah I heard about it I'm like that's bizarre but okay mm. my face right now yeah I can with that beard, with that beard. <laughs> no, but like, at least twice in my, you know, dating career, I guess. <laughs> my dating career. I've had. Yeah, yeah. It did. I had, I've broken up with people because one of the first, one of the ones, I met the kid the second, on the second date and I was like, HF, no. HFN. No. Yeah, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It felt weird. And then after that, the mom goes inside the house and leaves the kid outside playing in the tree. So, like, so you're watching this kid yeah. And he's playing, yeah, he's climbing this tree. I'm like, if he falls, what do I do? I'm not a parent. I'm like, don't climb the tree. How, yeah. Do I discipline him? Do I hit him? What do I, what do? I do? What? Oh, uh, you mean you don't Mind you, with this kid, How dare you? he looked like like Tarzan, like uh, the new Tarzan, like he had long hair, he was, he was a good climber, and I was like, I really like the kid, but I was like, eh, this ain't gonna work, you know, like you're too trusting, I mean, how many people have you trust, what, you know, think, what happened to this kid before? In two years, my kids have met zero men. <laughs> and, yeah. So my kids met one person, but I, it was kind of an accidental situation, he and I had been on like one date. Mm-hmm. And then I took them to uh, this is the same guy that you know about previously. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what's karate, karate shop in the face. Mm-hmm. And um, and we, I took them to, to where did I take them? Where was that place? Not Boomers. Um, Dave and Buster. Dave and Buster. And he was there, and he saw them, and again, it was a very friendly situation. It, it to them, it seemed platonic. Mm-hmm. And it was later on that I realized he wanted to take things very seriously mm-hmm. and like be stepdaddy. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that's for me, you know, I don't feel my kids need a stepfather. They have a great dad. Mm-hmm. If you want to focus on a relationship and building something with me and then my kids are a bonus, that's a different story. But he wanted like, I just want to be with you. You want to have your kids and I want a family instantly. Mm-hmm. And it was very bizarre. And again, then, you know, other stories. No, no because it, like that, that, that I don't know. <laughs> like red flags come on. Like, Yeah. But like that, where he was just mm-hmm. like wanting to be this family with us within basically a month or two of even knowing me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, for me, again, their dad is great. So, because even though we're divorced, phenomenal, mm-hmm. yeah. phenomenal man, phenomenal dad, 
and I'm like, my kids don't need a dad. I would need a partner. And then you bonus have my kids. Yeah. Not that we're not, this is not happening right now. You're going to get to know me. And then if you're lucky, you'll meet my kids. Mm -hmm. This woman trusting you, date two, I'm going to go inside and chill, watch my Tarzan. In my mind, it's kind of like this. Like, I, I feel like, I mean, besides the fact that, like, you know, we're all growing and learning, mm -hmm. like, besides all of that, like, in all reality, like, I'm complete as a person. I don't have a missing piece. Mm -hmm. My kids are not missing anything. Mm -hmm. My dad loves them, shows up every single week to, you know, mm -hmm. anything that they need, he has been there before, lousy husband. <laughs> That's what I, you know, I say yeah. It's kind of just like, so anybody that came into their life, you would be an addition to us. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's bonus. It's right, exactly. Bonus. It's bonus. I feel like you're not doing anything important to men like that are kind of coming in. Like I understand that you might want to be this knight shining armor, but I don't need you. Yeah. Yeah. You hit their ego. I can't tell you the last time a man paid my bills. I can't tell you the last time a guy provided for me. Right. Exactly. Paying for my dinner, paying for dinner is not the same as providing for my life. If you don't bring peace or something as a bonus to my life, like I don't need to do it. Like I've been doing it on my own. Yeah. You have to bring. Some kind of you like you would have to this add to my life. life. Yeah. Mm. You have to add, and that's kind of like because like we are already complete. I don't need anything. My bills are paid. Mm -hmm. They have a dad in their life. It's kind of just like I almost kind of feel like it would almost take the pressure off somebody coming in, and it's just like you don't have to fill this role. They have this role. They already. also don't. People, a lot of men don't understand that that they come, they see a single mom, and they're just like. They don't know backgrounds so like, well, do I have to take this role on? They're like, oh, am I ready and again, to take you don't want to like, like, you don't have to. You also don't want to word vomit all the time. Or like, you don't have, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know that saying, they, uh, putting the horse, putting, yeah, that's what it is. They're already like thinking like tomorrow, marriage. I'm like, wait, dude, we just started. What is going on? You have to do You let me decide if I want you. You have a relationship with me, and then I introduce you to everybody else. It's like, that's my choice. If you have a good enough relationship with your child's father, I think he will trust that you're not going to bring some crappy person around your kids. So if I got to a point where I was happy and really with somebody and, and this was a long-term type of situation my ex-husband would welcome them with open arms and he'd be like look mm -hmm. i don't like the fact that another man is going to be living with my kids half the time but if you're happy and he's good to them mm -hmm. then i'm good right yeah. that's but, but that's but with. these but these men come in and they're like well they already start the scenarios oh well this woman and her two kids and i'm like they're not your two kids you don't mm -hmm. have to worry about my two kids you don't right. have to worry about paying for three people I have a theory on that, though. I think it's rom-coms have fucked up people's beliefs. That, like, the dad guy comes in and he's like, this, yeah. here for this, this mom yeah. and her broken family. And it's like, it, yeah. my family's not broken. I'm right. just divorced. Right, exactly. It's kind of like, there's nothing, broken. yeah. nothing broken about my life. Because, you would be an addition yeah. to my life. You and, know? And, You're not a missing yeah. piece. And that's a big sexist move because it's yeah. saying women can't handle... Yeah. Without, can't handle life without a man in their life. You know, they have... Yeah, so, like, I really thought, like, I mean, if you really, like, I started, like, thinking, think of crazy things that rom-coms tell you and how creepy in real life it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, sh shit like that happens well, in real like, life. I actually love the Hallmark book. <laughs> everybody gets married and engaged in three days. But I've never been to the Hallmark. Oh, my God, I love it so much. I can't wait to it. <laughs> you see, you're going to see all Yes. Yeah, that's great, though. That's great. But, like, I love it so much. But I'm also just, like, I know it's complete BS, and I'm, I know that that's just not real life mm -hmm. like you're like we both have been just saying it's like let me decide if you are good enough, yeah. enough you know the the option that i need in my life 
to come in and be with me and my children and honestly let me go through the drama of even having to tell my kid's dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me do let it me, by myself. Like, and if, if, if I think you're worthy enough, like I don't need you. I haven't had somebody pay my bills in years. Mm. Not one of them. So if you don't bring something positive, you're going to add stress. Like this guy who you've talked about on a previous show. Mm-hmm. He, again, he thought things were way more serious than they were. I purchased a car. He's a car salesman. And Mm -hmm. I purchased a car, not through him, another place. But again, I'm not a dumb girl. I did Mm -hmm. my research. I knew what I wanted to pay. I knew how much I was willing to put down. Like, I went in there. I haggled. I got the price I wanted. I was very happy with the way the deal went. I think the guys were surprised that I just kept fighting Mm -hmm. them off and everything. And... I call him and I tell him like, look how cool, like whatever. And his and his first response was, "You are so can I curse him?" Yeah, okay. Julie's curse. the only one that doesn't curse. Oh, I curse. Well, she time. she didn't curse twice already, so no, we're good. We're I good. haven't. I, look, I never. <laughs> I curse all the time. She knows I curse yeah. all the time. Yeah. She's the one who's right. like, "Why are you saying?" So he was like, "You're so fucking spiteful," and I'm like, "Because I bought a car." And he's and just like, like you, and he's like, you should have ran dating. the numbers, not even dating, like, like, were we really Hanging there? Out. Right. And I was just like, um, you're not my husband. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know how much I make a year. You don't need to know my credit score. You don't need to know how much I have in savings. And you don't need to know anything about what just went on because I made a choice for myself. Are you driving this car? Are you paying the mm-hmm. car? Are you paying for the car? Like, and it was just like the most wild scenario. And then that's why... Things didn't progress, mm. and that's when his crazy ass showed up. I, I wish we were a live radio station so we could like call him up and play that Carly, what's it, Carly Summers? I, I bet you thought this song is about you. you. Know, yeah. Buddy, yeah. Yeah. Anymore. Like, I'm like, dude, this story's not about you. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to be about you? I just met you. Yeah. And you are crazy. I was sitting, when I, when I bought the car, I was just excited. You know, this was, I had just gotten divorced. I had just gotten an apartment on my own. This was the first time I was like, I had bought cars previously, but again, as like a single woman, just kind mm-hmm. of bettering my life, getting a new car. I had to, I got a new job. I was driving long distance, all this stuff, and I was excited. And how dare you call? You know, me call you and tell you how excited I am, and you're saying you're so fucking spiteful. No, honestly, and then like, that's I'm why Mr. Crazy Pants. When you told me that story, I was instantly like, bro. And mind you, I'm sitting at lunch celebrating with my kids while he's yelling at me. Yes. Like, First of all, I'll never get over the time that you said that he, that when he was gonna take you home and she was like texting and he's like she, she like she she got he got back in the car. Oh my god. She put her phone down like out of courtesy, so I'm not texting while we're sitting in the car together. And he's like, who were you writing to? And she's like, uh First of all, Nanya. I was like, the whole time I've been hanging out with you, I've not looked at my phone once. I opened my phone to see if my kids had called me. My best friend had sent me a meme. I opened it, it was hilarious. God forbid <laughs> I laugh. And he sees a smirk on my face. And then automatically assumes and that she's like, like, who are you talking to? Someone, yeah. You know, just like there was one time we went to dinner and he, I don't know how we even got Listen, this, this is our story. story. <laughs> this story honestly instantly makes me angry just thinking about it. We went, to dinner, we went to dinner once. We went to dinner oh. once and I said something to him. He was talking to me about his, his past or something. Or he said something about a woman he had previously dated. And I said just something. And it was something was, about. Yeah, she was like, oh, you know, some guy that I talked to a few times or whatever. And he says to me, 
he got so quiet and just bizarre. And he says to me, how dare you be sitting here at a nice dinner with me thinking about another guy's dick? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well. Well, I'm, it was a good dick. I, I, mean, I, was, <laughs> I was looking at him and I just looked at him and I was like, are you out of your mind? Like, this is why nothing progressed with this yes. Mr. Crazy Pants. And then he shows up at the bar. Yeah. And then he shows up at the bar. And then Katie, you could have ended up dead with that guy. You know what? I've had people, I've yeah. had people telling me about that. Like, I had a, a friend of mine who's a cop, and he told me, he's like, stay away from people like that. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize he was Well, he crazy. wasn't like that initially. No. I like the other one better. <laughs> Oh, because this one's more dry. Yeah. We change uh, champagnes, guys, so. Sorry, we didn't have enough for all you listeners, but fuck. You know? No. But listen, like, um, the reason I'm doing the whole rom-com is, I don't know, I posted something. It was a, what's that? There's a guy on Fox News. I'm not trying to pick on Fox, guys, so whatever. But this guy literally was on the, not the view, but the one with, like, uh, the, the daughter of uh, George W. Bush. No, no, it's not the view. It's another show. Yeah, yeah. He he admits that like oh when I when he, at thirty nine when he was still married to his first wife, he liked this this young uh, reporter, so he purposely lowered the tires of her car. Oh, I've heard about this. No, no, keep going. Yeah, he lowered the he took the air out of her. Mm-hmm. Go go. No, no, go go no. Uh, so so she would so she would need assistance. Uh -huh. So they ask him. Oh, and then like you know she's like, but it's okay, it's okay. I'm married to her now. So they said that. So they, oh yeah. yeah. That he had, so mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And he says it's okay. It it we're married now. Happy ending. Mm -hmm. Say dependence on him again, wanting me to ask him about the car. Like, there are just so many things. He was even like, again, we had only After seen like a each month. other for a month, maybe. And he was even talking about, like, oh, when our leases are up, let's get a place together. And I'm, you know, Hell it, no. but again, my, luckily for me, I am a mother. And maybe had I not been a mother, I think I. I could have fallen for the same thing a lot of women do, where you just think this amazing man who's swooping in and he has a body and he wants to take care of me and he's yeah. good looking. But it's not because you're a woman. I would fall for it too. If someone was nice to me, I'm like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's go. I'm in. You're like, you met him. Mm -hmm. He was a sweet guy. He was like normal. He wasn't for a But he was yeah. setting up, He's pl he was planting seeds. Yeah. So what I think happened is that like, it's just like I think he even told me he was better looking than me. So whoa, 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 listen, well, like, right. girl, you out. <laughs> so, so he told me that I, he told me he was too good for me, and that he was better looking than I am. Did he? Did he always like compliment you, but also give you negatives? 
like, all the time? Yeah, he would say I'm beautiful, and then in the like the next breath, he would be like, like, oh, like I'm, you know, like I'm too good, and I'm like, are you saying you're too good for me? But did he do it all the time? Like that? Yeah. That was a comment. Yeah, like I mean. But then he would make those comments. Are you thinking about another guy's dick? And I'm like, you are the most insecure man I've ever met in my life. But that's psychological games. I mean, like. I'm not saying that's what it is, but like based on like, you know, growing up, like taking like courses, you know, like you're young, you're like, oh, what works for women? I never. What, what works for women? Like, you know, like, oh, like, like, try, try, like dating oh, coaches. I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, you know, like, so dating coaching, they teach you all these things how, because it's a psychological game. Yeah. Like, they always say things like, oh, you know, if they're pretty, do the opposite, like you know, kind of, kind of like, kind of like they, they, they. So what, to make me feel ugly? Yeah, like it's a, it, it's like sieging, sieging, uh, like uh, taking, like uh, what's called running siege to a castle. Okay. You you break down its foundations. That's so it's very dependent. Oh, right, of course it is. Of course it is. It's it's so toxic because then. I don't feel bad for being mean to anybody then. That's why. Yeah. The fact that when you Julied him. Yes. Yeah. It was Hi-ya. scary. It was bad. But no, it was just, it was weird, and I had never, again, I hadn't been single since I was 21 years mm-hmm. old, so I feel, honestly, I feel I'm very naive in a lot of ways in the dating world, where but it I happens. Give, yeah. I, think I, am too. I think I give a lot more chances than I should, I think I, I have too. about me, yes, yes. <laughs> I think I'm too, I think I'm too um, caring, or... You know, I don't give up on people, and she's always just like, you should absolutely give up on people sometimes. No, it's, it's, you, you wear your heart in your sleeve, your heart in your sleeve, and yeah. And in in no way, though, for me, I don't have regrets for it, because I think, at least you knew how I felt, Mm -hmm. you chose to be shitty, but I Mm -hmm. was honest. You know, and, and for me, like, I can't regret ever mm -hmm, things not working out in my favor when I was the one who was honest. Mm -hmm. Like, if I had held back and things didn't work out, then I could always sit there and be like, well, what if, and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I don't have to ever have that feeling because I'm the one who's always just like, well, this is how I feel for you. And like with my with my ex-husband, we tried again for a couple months. Mm-hmm. And I was all in. And he, he wasn't, he wasn't. He was hesitant. He was a little scared, whatever the case may be. But I got to walk away mm-hmm. knowing that I had put it all in. Yeah. Like I had said, I'm all in. If we're going to do this again, like we have our family, we have our kids. Let's see what happens. I'm the one who put it in. If he did, he's yeah. the one who gets to regret. If I if I end up meeting another person, mm-hmm. I had, I had tried. Yeah. I was all in, and that was not, uh, you know. Yeah. Like I think we've spoken about this. You could only you're only responsible for your respons- for your choices. You, right. you know, if they make bad choices, that's on them. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, right, so like that's something that like we've, like, I mean, obviously her and I have talked a lot about it, we've, you know, we've been through similar scenarios, mm-hmm. both at wars around the same time, and it's kind of just like, we can't really lay by my pool at night and just mm-hmm. talk about it. Yes, mm-hmm. and drink box wine, it's so awesome. Drink box wine. Oh, I, you know, you called me when you were oh, drinking that box wine. You called me. We, I was at work. I was working here at the office. Before you know, you're three, you're three and a half mm-hmm. glasses in, in one little box. I was going to get box wine, but you said champagne. I was like, oh, okay, fine, oh, champagne. No, that box. Like, no. And then we walk up in a twin. Mm. <laughs> and 
always get into like this deep and I have to say I think I think we've been responsible also with each other's growth a little bit with just different perspectives on things because again she and I are so opposite I think sometimes I need her to like be like Katie this is what you need to do and in my head I knew I needed to do it I just needed something but that's to why it works yeah because if, if you were the same then like when she says like fuck this guy, let him go. I'm like, you know what? Well, what I mean, like, okay. So the thing about this is kind of just like I feel like for my friends, like I'm 100% on your side, even if you mess up really badly. And I'll tell you like that was probably a mistake, or you shouldn't have done this. But I'm not gonna stop being your friend yeah. because you mess up. Like if you did something so terribly moral, I would be like, okay, you know, maybe I have to distance myself from you. But it's kind of just like if you did something irresponsible in regards to your relationship or whatever, I was thinking of something that like I'm not gonna stop being your friend because you made a lousy choice in your own relationship or whatever else. Like, I, I'm not going to stop being your friend. I'm not going to be like, you're such an idiot. Like, I'll be like, hey, you know, that was probably not a mistake. You know what? If myself, I wouldn't choose to do that. <laughs> but this was your <laughs> journey. <laughs> right, exactly. And, what I was and like, the same vice versa that she'll sometimes be like, well, you know, did you ever think about it this way? And I'm like, no. <laughs> but, like, I think it's like, well, it's like a whole different perspective that I'm like, What's funny, is, what's funny is I was a little more open to dating and all of that than I think Julie was in the beginning when she and I were both kind mm-hmm. of back into the world of mm-hmm. being adults. And now, like, sometimes she does things. I'm like, Julie, I'm like, send me his location and all of his information if you're going to go meet this person mm-hmm. that you just knew for five seconds. Like, and not in a bad way. I'm just like, she's like, she's no, really responsible. You should. No, responsible. I did, yes, I did that to you but yesterday. But she's living her this life. This is his phone number. This mm. is his name. But I'm literally like, like, I'm like, share your location. <laughs> now, no, I make her share her location. Like, no, my sister did. sends me a location. She's out, oh, uh, not anymore, she, but like, no, you, right. always. Make, oh. The first time, the first couple times I was like, share your location until you get home. And then last night, I sent him to I didn't even ask her. I just said, what's his information? And she sends me his his phone number, his name. And my location. And yeah. her location. And she shared her location until she got home. Because you don't know who people are anymore. Well, like, she knew where, I think you knew where Eric lived. But he's relatively. Not, relatively, but. So we could drop him a gift. But we also knew, yeah, like, we, we, had, had, we had new, we had new. Dick in a box. Oh, my God, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> we should have known it. But we also knew a lot of people in common with Eric. So yeah. I think if you wanted to find him, you could find him. Bro, like, Eric wasn't going to do anything. He wasn't a wet noodle, okay? I know. He wasn't a wet noodle. He wasn't. He wasn't. Listen, he was fine, whatever. You know what? Fine. He was super great, whatever. You know, fantastic, whatever. Nope. Like, I mean, it's kind of late now, but, like, I think that in the realm of, like, motherhood and, like, adulthood and post-divorce and everything else like that, like, all of it boils down to your choice. What kind of person do you want to choose to be and like my choice is like I want to be happy yeah. like and so it's like not only just happy but the like the best version I want to be full of joy it's kind of just like I, I want my kids to, to see joy and like I want my friends to be joy like I want to be beneficial to the people who are around like I don't need to be everybody's best friend I don't need to be mother of the year I don't need to be the world's best ex-wife. I refuse to be on the PTSA. Mm. I, I, I've run into all the PTSA moms. And I've never been like to, looking at me. I'm like, no. I've never been to a PTA meeting. That's what I'm trying to say. It's just like, I don't need to be perfect on all these other things, but the things that I'm good at, I want to be fucking fantastic. Yeah. So it's not like, you know what? I'm really good at loving my children. I want to be fucking fantastic at it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really Do good. you feel, though? Because I feel constantly that 
that I fall short. Oh, I do too. I, but I remember. Like, oh, is that mom guilt? That's yes, mom guilt. That's, that's mom guilt. So as soon, like I'm telling you, you it's literally a, so can do about, your like, best you every. You can do your best every single day, and you're gonna lay down at night and be like, I could have fucking done that better. I could have done. I could have loved them more. I could have hugged her more. I could have spent more time when she was trying to show me this. I could have paid more attention. I could have at, my phone I could have, And this happens till now. Yes, still now. Yes. Constant. Constant. I literally lay down at night every time, and I'm like, I could have been better today with them. Yes. I could have done better. I could have spent more time like, with them. My kids. Look, I could have. I like you. Literally, you never feel you did what enough. you should have. Yes. You always feel and lacking. It's constant like shortcoming feeling of you're not. And comparison, like they say, the comparison. Is I don't compare myself. Joy. I don't like, compare myself real. to it's other things. Oh, I do. I don't like, compare oh, myself to other moms. I just feel me. like, like I literally laid down and I'm like, I should have had more patience for her. I should have not looked at my phone as much when she wanted to read this to me. I shouldn't have told her, hold on a second. Like I should have just put my, even if I was working, put my phone down. Like listen to her. But the, you know, like I could have done this better. I wish Olivia and I hadn't fought today. I would, you know what I mean, like. It's, it's constant. Like, even, even things that, like, don't even happen to We go out sometimes and you leave early because you're like, I should have left, like, Riley. She wasn't feeling great. Yeah. Or, so I'll be gone for two hours. I'm like, damn, I shouldn't have left. And it's kind of just like, my kids were a thousand percent fine. Have you ever asked your mo- your moms about their mom guilt? I've so never, my mom... I've never asked my mom. My mom... The thing with my... My mom is... She put us absolutely first. Mm-hmm. Like I said, where she didn't even... Let us meet someone until we were nine, until I was nine, so for nine years, like, my mom worked morning, afternoon, and night school. My mom made sure, like, she gave us absolutely everything. My mom, we lived in a two-bedroom, one-bathroom house, and my mom did not have a bedroom. My mom slept on the couch, or she slept in my twin-size bed with me when I was little. My mom, I want to say, gave up everything for us, so I don't feel she... Because she gave up so much, I don't feel like she had, other than, again, having to work morning, afternoon, and night school and not have spending time as much as she could have, or she wishes she had with us, because I, I she did what she had to do to make sure she could pay our bills. Um, I don't think she had the guilt. I think mm. she did, you know, whatever. And I will say there's times where she makes me feel less like a good mom, you know, just because she'll be like, well, I didn't do that. I didn't. You know, so I don't think she has mom guilt because she likes to <laughs> say, I didn't do that. I, mm. you know, and I'm like, well, I'm different than you, but I definitely feel the mom guilt. And I all of, I want to say all of my friends do too that I've spoken yeah, to. I do too. I live like my kid, I'm a single parent and I do the best that I can. I work a full time job. I, yeah. I'm home every night. Like I don't bring You go to spend men. money on yourself and you're like, yeah, I should be spending so, like, this like, on like, I, I fill up my Amazon car and I end up like I fill up my Amazon car all the things. things. You're I can look at you. what I bought. I bought Riley something. I bought Logan something and I bought something for the both of them. Yeah. And I was like, I had my cart filled with a bunch of stuff for myself. I bought myself none of it. Yeah. And I bought the stuff that I think it's, I went to the thrift store today. I bought as I always said, I didn't spend a ton of money, but I didn't spend a single thing for myself. Yeah. I didn't even go with them. I bought all the stuff was for them. Mind you, like it was like a boogie board. And I like literally have no slippers. food. I have no food in my refrigerator because the food that I buy is their snacks and the mm-hmm. food that they eat and things like that. And I'm just like, yeah, like you really do. You just you feel like you're like I your money should so be spent much. on you. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you feel bad for like spending your money on things that. Everybody else is like, that's totally normal. You're like, I should have just, 
I should have not. You feel selfish yeah. for doing anything for yourself. Yeah. And it's just like it, it's unrealistic. Like when you want to go get a, like for me, if I want to go and get a pedicure, like I'm like, man, I should take them too. Like they'll like that. Yeah. Or like if I'm gonna get a haircut, like I should bring them too. They need to get their haircut. Or like, yeah, like it's literally constant. And like, I do every night go to bed thinking. I didn't How that. could I have done better? Yeah. How could I have done better? After this is done, I'm going to go home to my mom's house and hug her now, dude. I feel horrible. We always feel like Yeah. I mean, I, my mom might. I, you know, it's not a conversation I've ever had yeah. with her. But I, I do know that there's times where my mom's like, oh, well, I would have done I, You know, I yeah. never did it like this. But again, my mom, I believe, fully became just a mom. Mm-hmm. And she didn't allow herself to have an outside life. I have made it a point to want an outside life, outside of being a mom. But I, I do. I go to bed every night thinking mm-hmm. I could have been better. I could have done better. Um, you know, I let the day get away from me. Maybe I worked until 7. I drove home. It took me an hour to get home. I got home, showered, you know, sat down on the couch before you know it. It's 9.30. The kids already fell asleep, and I didn't talk to them that day because yeah. or I didn't make dinner at 9.30, and I'm like, oh, crap. They yeah. got cereal and Doritos yeah. <laughs> for the third day in a row. And totally I was like, fine I, with that, too. And I'm kind of just like, it makes me feel terrible that I'm kind of just like, I mean, mind you, it's not like yeah. I went and cooked myself a gourmet meal, and yeah. I let the kids, but it's just like I'm tired, or I got distracted, or I was on my phone, or I wanted to watch a movie or whatever else, and it's just like, my kids didn't eat, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm the world's worst parent. And it's like, my kids are fine. Like, my, my daughter, they're not unhealthy. My daughter has gotten the principal's honor roll three times this year, and yeah. the last time that she got it, her dad and I, neither one of us was able to go because of, of work. Mm-hmm. Somebody's always been there the other couple times, and mm-hmm. she's in almost, she's in third grade. It's been every year, you know. And I felt like shit. And I was just like, I know we've been there like seven times before, but I'm so sorry like that I couldn't be there for you. And I and like literally I'm on the phone apologizing myself almost in tears, saying, you know, I never want you to think that we don't think every time is exciting. Like literally apologizing for not being able to be there because we had to work. I think it's great. That it's, but it four is. times a year. No, that you let them My know. I'm yes, glad that you let them know. And it is. It is. Time, it is. But at the same time, it's like, unnecessary. Though. We don't have to feel that bad like it could be like babe you know it is important every time unfortunately with work and it doesn't need to be like groveling because you're so right you know what I mean? like I didn't but we feel that like, we feel like shit and we cry like i was telling her in the car like today was my youngest uh, kindergarten like ceremony award ceremony graduation mm-hmm. thing and this little boy was crying because his mom and dad weren't there and they were just running late, but imagine, like, now, for the rest of my life, I'm going to be like, we're never missing anything because hmm. of how this little boy reacted, you know? Mm-hmm. And the parents ended up coming. Obviously, they were just it was running a little late. But you sit there with that. And you're like, <laughs> I, I chose to bring these little people into this world, and mm-hmm. I need to be there for them. And if I'm falling short, I need to figure out how to do better. You know, and I don't know. With us, it was different. Like, if we saw our parents, like, doing plays, we started crying. Yeah. We would stop everything and start crying. So my parents would hide. There's pictures of them. Oh. Like, they, they're hiding because yeah. I would cry. My daughter, like, does better. Like, she'll just, like, dance and talk. Yeah. Like, look at you. You know what's funny? So, like, one time, like, there was a Halloween thing. Mm-hmm. Saw me, all of a sudden she's like, and it's just like, 
the thought of like mm-hmm. like her looking yeah. around and not seeing mm-hmm. and it's just like Oh, no, like, I so literally, like, I make a scene. Should, no, oh, like, you're, you're gonna know. Like, well, <laughs> that's why I'm saying, like, eventually, she saw me, I know that I'm yeah. there, and it's kind of just like there was one, like, so Riley had her her, her fourth grade promotion this week, and I couldn't like, go because I had to work. Mm-hmm. Her dad and her grandmother went. So it's just like, you know, like, I made sure to tell him a hundred times, this is what it is, this is what it is, this is what yeah. it is, because it's somebody like, has to be there. So, for and, some, and like, even if he couldn't have gone, I could have asked somebody else to go, but it's just like, I, I had to work. Like, it's yeah. not like I'm just out of home and I'm like, I don't want to go. Well, today was Joy's first award ceremony. It was the first thing, like, I was there, my, my husband was there, my mom was there. We had, like, the little blowers. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, anytime that they said it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, like, I, I felt scene. terrible. Like, if they're doing a show and I've been to a stage, I'm like, I've been to waving pre-K, them down. kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade. Like, I've been to five years of promotions. And literally, it's not like she's graduating high school. She's going to fourth grade and to the fifth grade. And I still feel like, oh, my God, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm a shitty parent. And it's kind of just like, I literally, my life revolves around these two people. Like, everything that I do, 90% of my paycheck goes to whatever it is that they need. And still, because I couldn't take the hour off of work to go to this thing, which I would have been not paid for. It would have been like a not paid break. I still feel bad for it. And it's just like, why does that happen? It takes us back to that whole thing about, like, remember I told you, like, how could you, like, bring something and not care? So, so in, in, in all, it means that you guys still care. So it's a good thing yeah. it, it, that you care. Because if you hadn't, if you truly didn't feel this way, and like, yeah, fuck it, then something went like, wrong. I, I would like to know, like, if there are women out there who feel like, man, I'm fucking crushing this. <laughs> like, it would really be great. Because I don't feel that way at all, ever. So, I mean, like, it's not that I don't ever I feel that way, but I probably... I'll release it. I feel like my I'll, ex-husband uh, feels he's crushing it. And yeah. he, I mean, he's... I feel like, honestly, like, better than I do sometimes and I'm like God, you're such a better parent than I am I'll have to research that I'm, 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 I feel like I'm constantly mm-hmm. falling off a skyscraper yeah. like, like mm-hmm. and I mind you and I don't think that I am like my bills are paid like you know what I'm saying like I see other people yeah. that have like their kids you in honor like roll and like they're like in honor roll I'm like does yeah. that make me a shitty parent because my, I'm like no mm-hmm. I don't do my kids homework. Olivia Olivia literally her IQ is 126 she right. needed a 130 to get into gifted right. and I'm like fuck I should have done something to, I'm like like he's 126 like I don't know a lot of adults who yeah. are right, so 126 so I'm like she's four points away from So like a lot of gifted, a lot of adults now that are gifted children will tell you, they had miserable lives. Yeah. They had no, they had no social well, life. Standards weren't up there either. Mm. Again, my cousin who's a chemical engineer, I think his IQ was 119, yeah. and so Olivia's 126, and I'm mm-hmm. like, but again, I'm like having to guard her feelings, and I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I want to sit here and be like, okay, you may not be in a gifted class, but you're smart as shit. Like mm-hmm. you don't need a class to tell you that. Well, you can. And there's nothing. There's no, we nothing. do, but what I'm saying is, it's just like the guilt of like, could I have done something different to like, yeah, 
No, yeah, yeah. Could I have read to her more when she was a baby? Could I have done more little math with with her little peas? I I read to my children every night. It was something that I love to do. And just like, like I said, Logan, bless his heart, struggles in school. But you always think, could you have done But that's my thing. I'm like, should I do better? And I'm kind of like, and the thing about it is, I'm like, yeah, I probably could. I was just like, but my son isn't like, our lives are not less. I guess is no. the best way that I can mm-hmm. describe it. It's yeah. kind of like, that's the way that I feel about it. I'm just like, do my children know that I love them? Are they safe? Mm-hmm. Are they secure? Like, are they unhappy? No. It's kind of just like, how many other kids can say that? I don't know how many can say that. Yeah. So it's just like, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, he might not be a straight A student. He might not be getting honor roll, but my kid can sleep soundly at night. That both of his parents love him more than anything. And I was yeah. just like, that security right there is what is, that's the thing that goes make you go fuck yeah it also sucks that I'm not the favorite parent they'll make it I very, don't know they honestly, make it very clear really listen, yeah. you know what's funny like, like my daughters all say like who like like my oldest will get on the phone with her dad and she'll hang up and she'll be like I love him and I was like do you say that about me when you hang up with me and she's like I mean I think it oldest or youngest my oldest she's like mm. I mean I think it I'm like but you don't ever say it she goes and then, and then, but then I'm just like, you even say it like, oh, daddy's your favorite. She goes, yeah, but I love you too. Like, I know, it's very clear I'm not the favorite. Like, they, but again, he does the fun things. He has, yeah. he has the house, like the house obviously that we had and he'll, he takes him to the park and he takes him skateboarding and again, he's great and, but, and he's very involved with their schoolwork and things like that, but he, mm-hmm. they, they make it pretty yeah, but that's like, like again, back to like what we were talking about earlier, like, oh, you know, they, they, they felt like they had a choice and a divorce. It's easy to have that privilege as a child because you have yeah. nothing to lose. Yeah, but it's just, it's more obvious. It doesn't even have to be mm-hmm. like something they say. Like, it's, it's kind of obvious. I don't know. Like, so I'm just like, I'm falling short and then I'm also not the favorite parent. Like, that also makes you feel like you're falling short. Mm-hmm. David sees the, the kids six days a month and still... I feel like I'm not the favorite parent, but yeah. like it's kind of one of those things. It's like, and it's not that he's not a good parent; he's a great parent. But again, do you think? But it's just like I think about it this way: I'm kind of like, is it that I'm the least favorite parent because I'm the one that's always around? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. But then, then like, and it's just like I don't, I, and I don't feel like David's the lesser parent. He's still yeah. 100% their parent. You know, like I, I don't think of him as the lesser parent at all. Yeah. He's still 100% their dad. Has every right to them as much time that I don't. He's just his proximity. Yeah. is less because he lives farther and it's like i still feel like they prefer him because like when they come to his house like they have this great time and they do all this other stuff and it's just like when they come home we watch tv we go to school we do homework we eat macaroni and cheese for dinner like they go there and they're going to disney and david's david's girlfriend cooks dinner for them and they live on five acres and they have horses and chickens and they have like all this other stuff and i'm like uh, we can have macaroni and cheese for dinner. Oh, what do you guys do? I text my kids, I was like, you guys might make McDonald's on the way home tonight. And it's kind of just like, so I think about shit like that. And I'm like, it's not, like, you can't help but to feel that it's just like, is he doing a better job? Or is it just because, like, I'm the one that's around all the time that I have that, you know, when he's around, he ha- he wants to fill all this time. Yeah. Which, it's not bad. It's, it's good that he wants to fill their cup with these things. But it's just like... You know what it I makes saw, me feel like it makes me feel bad that I'm the so less again, fun parent. I oversee hair salons and it's all women. And I had this woman the other day. She was here and she had like a six month old baby, 
And um, we were just talking about that. And she's like, yeah, her first, she only says dada. She only says dada. <laughs> and she goes, I mean, I'm the one with her all the time, but all she says is dada. And I go, but if you weren't with her all the time, she would look for you. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't have to call for you because you're there. She calls for him because he's not. He's at work. He's not, you know. I said, so why don't you go out for the day? Leave her with him. And then when you come home, let's see how she reacts. Right. She's like, she's going to get excited for me. Like, again, it starts with their babies. Because mm-hmm. we're the ones on the maternity leave with them day in and day out. You're taking for granted, yeah. Yeah, and they don't have to say mama because why would they need to call you? You're right mm-hmm. next to them. But Dada was at work today. So understandable yeah uh, but understand that like when it truly matters first breakup who they're gonna they're not gonna go to their dad they're no. like n- your kids are never gonna go to because the dad is gonna be like tough it up what up dude you know yeah. what do you tell like what do you like you know like I, I, if, 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 if like no, if, if, if mine happens to my yeah. daughters he's gonna want to kill the guy exactly <laughs> in all honesty he's gonna be like you broke my daughter's heart we're not gonna yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how like I don't know but like one time Logan told me he's just like mm-hmm. he's like oh my dad understands me better and I was like because he's a man baby I was just like but I, like it kind of hurt my feelings because it's like I'm literally here with you mm-hmm. every single day I'm like like and like I said I, I don't want to like draw comparisons between me and David because like in all honesty like he would be here I truly honestly believe mm-hmm. that he would be here if he lived closer yes but it's just like mm-hmm. in all reality like I'm here all of the time why would you not assume that I know you better. And it's kind of just like, it, it hurts my feeling to know, but that's like, I kind of goes back to this thing. It's like, there's a role that I'm unable to fill because I'm, I'm not their dad. There's a reason why men are so specific and needed in children's lives because like, 
I don't even know. Like it's 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 an unspoken thing that they just they need it. Like they have David plays a role in their life that are unavailable to things. It's like no matter how hard I try, there'll be certain things that Logan's gonna be able to relate to with his dad mm-hmm. better than I ever will because he's just a man. Mm-hmm. Or and because he's his dad, like there's all these like tick marks of things that I'm unable to do, not because I don't try, not because of anything, it's just because it's it's not my role to flow. It's not my role. I'm not your dad. I don't have to be your dad. Thank God I don't have to be. Like that's that's like thank God that your girls have George and like that's a role that you don't have to play. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like I'm grateful that I don't have to play those roles, but it's just like it sometimes hurts my feelings that he's just like, Oh, me and my dad are better friends than us and I'm like, What the f-? Like it makes me want to flip a table because I'm just like, Are you kidding me? But yet yeah, I remember when he had that small incident and you took him to then then yeah, they then forced you. Like, I don't want that to go with me. Yeah. So like, I, yeah, like, like here's one thing, right. yeah. I remember he's 13 or 13 yeah. now. A lot of times, like, yeah. that logic is like, it might be only this mm-hmm. day. It, it might only make mattering for that time, but it's still, I'm, I of course. remember yeah. it a lot longer because I'm the adult and yeah. I'm looking for certain, I'm looking mm. for triggers that I'm doing a good job. Yeah. So it's just like, if I'm obviously, there's no other person who lives in my house, so I don't have anybody else dictating if I'm doing a good job. I only have my mm-hmm. children to know if I'm doing a good job. Yeah. So it's just like, if I feel like I'm trying really hard, and then all of a sudden he's only like, oh, me and my dad are better friends, I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I guess, whatever. Yeah. Like, fuck that, but whatever. And it's just like, I, I don't, and it's not my place to argue. I'm not going to question, <laughs> why would you think that? Like, I don't. know you're not. You're right. better friends with Right, and then <laughs> I have to be like, and it's, it's hard to go, okay, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Obviously, like, we're adults, we're talking mm. about it between each other, but it's kind of just like, it was one of those things, and I'm like, all right, cool, like, Because in my head, in my mind, like, I've already planned out the fact that when they're both 21, we're going to sit around and just drink wine together. Mm. You know, like, like, like I don't right, And like they're that. like, oh, I love dad. I'm like, you better not be drinking mm. beer. It's going to be wine yeah. with mommy. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think about stuff like that. It's just, it's it, it just it, the time, like, and... Like my mom, well, like I think mm-hmm. it's nice when my mom and I sit around and drink wine together, or you know, like have heart to hearts with alcohol. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, like this is the moment that you think of when you have, yeah, a, a daughter or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, we're gonna share like a drink, and you're True. all old enough to have like real life conversations. But you're just like, not. <laughs> Listen, first. like I can tell you right now, like when shit was going bad between me and David, the people that I called the most was my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And it's not because mm-hmm. they were like, you know, because they were supporting me financially or anything else like that. It's just because it's like, I knew that they had my back a billion percent. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, to know that kind of satisfaction, to know like that my parents loved me and were there for me and supported me and just like everything else like that. Like they were the people. And like, I don't, I'm not like one of those people that's like super close with both of my parents. Like, yeah. I'm pretty close with my mom and I'm fairly close with my dad too. Yeah. But it's just like, like they were the people and it's just like it didn't I didn't realize it till later that it's just like I call my mom every single day and I call my dad like if not every day every other day yeah and talk to him about mm-hmm. stuff like that and it's just like you don't realize the importance mm-hmm. of the role that these people play until when you got nothing else going on yeah. your whole entire life is falling apart and those fucking people are there for you and they call you and they support you and they send you money and they watch your kids and they love you and they tell you like how yeah how, you know all those other things that it's just it, it helps to keep you afloat when nothing else is your parents like yeah. affection and love for you that it matters and it's just like i think about it now post-divorce and everything else like that i'm like i sometimes feel like the only reason i got through is because i had mom yeah. buoy 
dad doing and it's the only thing that kept me afloat is knowing yeah. that if something else went wrong, I like they were the only thing holding me up was the yeah. fact that I could call them for love, for support, for yeah. advice. If I needed money, my dad bailed me out one time. My mom mm-hmm. gave me money for Christmas last year. Like my mom mm-hmm. was like, not last year, the year before, my mom gave me her credit card because I couldn't afford Christmas. I yeah. had like $200. Yeah. All of my Christmas, I paid with my mom's thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't pay her back until I got my income tax this mm-hmm. past year. Yeah. And it's just like that, like, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of just like, yeah, they come in, they mm-hmm. came in for you. Exactly. And it's just like, I, I know, like I said, I don't think I'm doing a bad, like, you know, mom guilt and everything. It's like that. You, certain things you can't help, but it's just like, it doesn't help right in the moment. Yeah. I guess it's mm-hmm. the best way that I I'm, and I'm, I'm glad we did because like, I, I remember I was telling you I was going to admit guilt mom guilt because I was like I didn't understand it but I mean I'm glad we did talk about it because it, it makes you realize and it brings as, as a as a I mean all of us are sons and daughters it makes me realize that like sometimes we misunderstand our parents yeah. as our kids will misunderstand you and my hmm. daughter and I I will say, and nothing against my mom, but I truly believe my mom has never apologized to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just, she hasn't. And I had to learn that, like, I need her to see that even as an adult, I messed up. Mm-hmm. And I was quick to react this time, and I'm sorry that I didn't hear you out kind of situation. Mm-hmm. I think she's, I don't know what she's doing this one. Mm-hmm. I'm taking selfies. <laughs> I'm listening. When you, try, try, when you do the selfies, try using the portrait one, and then, like... Oh, okay, okay, yeah. No, because like, uh, uh, I was taking pictures I'm here. To get like a one, like where you can see the microphone, but I'm not cut off my face. Mm-hmm. Come on, just go ahead. I'm sorry. What's that? What's I was I, you said it. A, you said it a couple times. You brought something that was related to. What's that quote you have on your profile? Uh, Chain. Not changing. Yeah. Okay, what well, you're not changing, you're choosing. Mm-hmm. So like you, you guys brought up certain things that yeah. like to that topic, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know. Mm-hmm. reality if you're not trying to to change what the issue is or whatever then you're just continuing to mm-hmm. make that your reality you know you could stay in an unhappy marriage mm-hmm. what are you always going to have in an unhappy, unhappy marriage, marriage. Yeah. what you're not changing you're choosing mm-hmm. yeah my, my my that that 10 year relationship i remember every time i would bitch she would tell me so what are you gonna do about it like, like, not like that, like that, but like, 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 I hate this job, so what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Are you just going to bitch about it, or are you going to do something about it? Yeah. And it, it, like I'm telling you, I was young, so she molded. really molded me into a lot of ways, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, because, like, you know, we was that, even though that five-year difference, things that, like, I remember I was 20 years old, so I would come here to Miami and party, and she would be like, I don't want to party, I'm 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that or that, you know? Uh, so like it's funny because every time I hit that mail mark that I used to bitch and and, and, and complain to her yeah. about, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm 35 and this is happening to me. Yeah. You were right, and then uh, it's like you know, yeah. but I think that's what happened. Like the, the, the whole failure relationship was like I eventually saw her as an apparent and not as a a, a significant other. Like I have dated guys who are not guys, but a couple, like one or two that are a little bit younger than me. Mm-hmm. Are you, okay, I don't know if I'm in there or not. Um, <laughs> who are a little bit younger than me mm-hmm. and I just feel like I'm at a point in my life where I don't want to mother somebody other than my children. I don't mm. wanna I don't wanna mold somebody. No. I'm thirty five years no, old. No, no, no. I want you to know how to be a man and know how to treat me and know how to admit when you're wrong mm-hmm. and know 
when you're at fault for something and know that your actions cause my reaction, mm -hmm. not the other way around. Yeah. I want you to like understand certain things that like, you know, they like younger guys like to put blame because they don't, mm -hmm. they're not mature enough. Mm -hmm. and, they put and I'm constantly saying, how do you not understand that your actions cause my reaction? Right. I, you think I overreacted? You, over you, over you were a shithead. How do you take I yourself out of the equation and only leave I me reacted there. to your shitheadedness. That's what I reacted mm -hmm. to. You're upset because I got upset. Don't act like that. Don't be a child about scenarios. Mm -hmm. Like, don't do no, that. Because that's the easy way out. Like, right, so that's why I'm saying. Not my fault, your fault. Why, yeah, why should I? Yeah. Want, oh, I don't want I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that made you mad. Yeah. Uh, no, you don't apologize for the way that I do. And that, like I've had to say, <laughs> do you know how many times I've had to say, oh, um, if you feel that way, blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, no. What's better is if you say, if I made you feel that. Mm -hmm. No, and my opinion, you feel no, that way. The way that I you made me feel that way. I, the way you that who did it, and that's I had that conversation with someone recently that they were like, oh, I'm sorry if I made you feel that way. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not an apology. You did You made me feel, feel that way. way. You say, hey, I'm sorry that I acted this way. That's what you yes. said. That's the apology. You don't apologize for the way that I feel. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Because <laughs> what you did. Like, apologize for mm -hmm. what you did. Right. Because what you did made me feel this way. Like, I'm sorry that I was an asshole. That's an apology. But that's not saying, I'm sorry that I made you feel like, how about this? I'm sorry I made you feel that way. Maybe. But it's like when people say, I'm sorry if you feel that way. Don't apologize yeah. if I feel a certain way. Your mother. Yeah, that's, that's not yeah. taking responsibility. No, and, and so like you said, like she helped mold you. And like that's just not something I'm mm -hmm. wanting to do at like a point in my life. Like yeah. me, for some reason, only younger guys have been coming for me. Um, <laughs> but you know what? It's not. It's it's yeah. it's a very common phenomenon yeah. right now. It's, and I'm just and it's, I'm okay with it as long as they can admit to their faults as well. Mm -hmm. I, again, talking about personal growth, I've mm -hmm. done my personal growth. I don't need to mother a man into knowing how to act like what. No, because you see. <laughs> <laughs> I have no. The guys that are into me have jobs. But it is more. I wish just, I could say this. But it's just more <laughs> yeah. situation, Joey. Rocking the cradle. <laughs> no, not because of that. But it is more for me, like, like again, um, if you feel that way, then you should blah blah blah. I said, mm. no, no, no. You made me feel this way. You need to take responsibility for the fact that you, your lack of effort shows me a lack of interest. This is why I'm annoyed with you. This is why I don't believe you. This is like. Your actions are the reason why everything is spiraling down as to me not believing you, mm -hmm. not trusting what you're saying because you're, what you say and your actions don't match. Mm -hmm. Grow the fuck up. You are, if not in your 30s yet, you're almost there. Do you think you're 20? Grow the fuck up. Time to man up mm -hmm. and be like, you know what? I'm not where I need to be. Maturity-wise, Evolution wise, whatever the case may be, Ooh, I, I need to, that, I like, need to oh, we're just not gonna work out together because I, well, I just like, realized that because I'm also just like, I'm not gonna deal with it. I'm not gonna deal with a guy who I'm not who gonna deal with know. everybody. I'm not. If you're grown and you're okay with who you are and you think that you're yeah. secure, great, but it's not for me. Yeah. Show, but, like, again, and I've said this to a couple of them, like, if you think that this back and forth bullshit of, of acting a certain way or saying certain things but then acting a completely different way 
works with a grown woman, then you need to stay with little girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if what you're used to is girls younger than you that are okay with your behavior, don't come to somebody older. We're not mm-hmm. going to put up with you. I've literally, I was married for 10 years. I was in a relationship for 12. I have two kids and I fend for myself. You think I need to put up with this shit? Mm-hmm, I've no. already had the most possible serious relationship you could have. Yeah. I've had the worst outcome. Heartbreak. <laughs> like, I've had, like, worst case scenario outcome of a marriage, of which is obviously uh, more of it's death, I guess, but divorce. I'm fending for myself. I'm learning about myself. I'm growing on my own. I need a, a fucking little boy who, who thinks that mind games and saying one thing but doing the other is what I want in life. It's not. No. Go play with your little girls who don't know better yet. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> it's true. Go we, play we with your little, little like, younger guys that date like, like much younger girls. Not just like somebody like a few years younger, but like if you're in your 30s and you're dating somebody that's like 21, 22, like in all honesty, like that's why, where your maturity level right, is. The only re- the main reason why we believe that you're interested is just because you can not necessarily manipulate them because it doesn't necessarily make me manipulative, but it's just like it's something that it's like they don't require more from you. And it's just like as you get older, I feel like girls require more from you. And if you're not willing to, if you're not there yet, then that's why you're going to continuously date younger women yeah. because they require less from you. Mm-hmm. I, I like I don't necessarily require a ton, but I do require. A lot, if that makes, a, if that makes no, sense. No, no, you require stability, responsibility. Yes. You know, yeah. Shittiness. Yeah. Like, there's, there's certain requirements that I do have, and it's like, I'm not expecting perfection, but I am expecting sustainability and consistency. Mm-hmm. If you can't provide those things, like, I'm not necessarily, like, physically I might have a type, but, like, personality-wise, I don't. And it's mm-hmm. not just, like, except, you know, like, I've, you know, hung out with a few of my people that are just either financially not well off or, you know, still in a relationship or getting out of a health, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of just like, I don't, I don't want to babysit anybody. Especially with the kids in my life, I'm kind of just like, I don't, I don't want to bring anybody into our life that's going to add like, like unsustainability. Yeah. We've been through that. Like we've been through divorce. Divorce is fucking terrible. Like I, I don't care what anybody says. Like it's terrible. And it's just like, you're not going to bring more chaos into my life. I, I did that shit already. You're not going to bring mm-hmm. more to me. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to sustain it, and I'm not going to entertain it. No, and it's not because I'm like this bad bitch or I'm anything else like that, but it's more along the lines. It's like, I don't want to. You don't have the time for that anymore. I just, I like, what the hell? Like, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. It's just like, I don't want to. And maybe, like I was telling her, I was like, I feel like match sometimes, my energy, match my actions, or be done with mm-hmm. like, I, on the way here, here, like even a few days ago, like, I'm like, I told her, like, sometimes I feel shallow because it's like, if a guy doesn't have like a decent job or I told her this is anything not else shallow. like that. Right. So, but it's what, but that this is what has become attracted in right. So that's right, like, finding sh- a man who has this shit together. Yeah. So that's what she said. She's like, it's not shallow because it's like, oh, I was like, oh, I feel shallow that like he doesn't have Your a good job. Your standards weren't and high she's, enough. Right. And that's exactly what she tells me. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's like, why would you feel shallow for wanting a guy to have a decent, to be able to uh, it's like, not like provide for a millionaire. Himself. You're asking for a man who has a career together, a life together. Or just a, a, a consistent job that he doesn't like, you know, have yeah. to rely on someone else for anything else like that. Or have this massive thing that he has to overcome. Security is attractive. And yeah. I'm not talking about that he needs to be loaded. It needs no. to be where he just has his shit together. It's consistent. Yeah, like I have, majority of my stuff, I have to together. Mm-hmm. For, security for me is consistency. I don't, money doesn't mean shit. And like no. I said, for years I've been paying my own bills. Right. Security for me is consistency. 
be about what you say, yeah. you know, and like with, with that, yeah, it's attractive as hell for a man to actually have his life together. Yeah, because we're so used to finding men who don't. Yes, like someone told me, like we were talking, like we were talking the other day, I was like, I noticed a guy that I was talking to, and we were just like having a regular conversation, and he told me, he's like, oh no, we were talking about like our house payments, he's like, no, he's like, he's like, oh no, I don't have a house payment, my house is paid off. And instantly I was more attracted to him and I was like Katie does this make me shallow no. she's like no and I was just like it makes me feel bad that like I felt more attracted to this man because his house See, so I know you guys have to go so like you know we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up uh, well guys thanks for coming come again uh, right. you know uh, I'm sure as Julie could tell you you know this is always open I mean and you know I'm always open to have learn new things you know, even if they make me feel bad as a son for being a horrible kid as a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, it helps my therapist make more money. There you go. You're like, you know, like, we're paying it forward. We're helping people. Oh. Mm, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. So, thanks again, uh, and uh, you know, anytime you guys, you're always welcome back. Yeah. We would like to thank you for tuning in. Uh, tune in next week as we discuss fatherhood. Yes, we're late by a week, but you know, that's how we roll. We do what we want, and that's how things are here at the Compadres Happy Hour Studio. Yep, rebellious bitches.